calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. Listen to mysteries about true histories on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Drac, you still want to go to the comic shop after school? Drac? Drac? You're not... You're not Drac! I am Dragbot. I have a thirst for electricity. Dragbot? What the? Oh, Ren. I see you've met my latest and greatest creation. You built a robot version of yourself, Drac? For my robotics class project. Isn't he awesome? Beep bop boop. I am awesome. Uh, you also programmed a robot to say beep bop boop? Well, I'm not an expert on how robots speak, Ren. Are you? I'm pretty sure they don't go around saying beep bop boop. They do if you program them that way. I gotta admit, he looks a lot like you. And giving him a thirst for something a robot would want is a nice touch. Not sure if a robot needs its own robe, hat, and gloves, though. He does if he wants to be as fetching as the vampire who made him. So, how does Dragbot work? That is a very good question. What do you mean? Well, Dragbot was made using one of those pre-packaged robot kits. I actually don't know how robots operate, Ren. Do you want to know, Drag? You know, I do have a sudden thirst for knowledge on this topic. Drakbot, how would you like to board the Coffin of Curiosity and go on an adventure with us? Drakbot is programmed to do whatever Drag tells him. Beep bop boop. You know, the beep bop boop thing makes no sense. But I think it's starting to grow on me. Growing on you, eh? Dragbot really is like me. Curiosity. After you, Dragbot. And I like those treads you got to roll around on. Dragbot aims to please human female friend. The name's Ren. Renfield. That name sounds very familiar. Uh, that's because she's my bestie, and I never stop talking about her, obviously. So, shall we begin our quest for knowledge? Let's do it. 
Computer, today we want to learn all about robots. Okay, let's start with a little history. How and when did robots actually become a thing? Where are we? This is a performance of R.U.R. Rossum's Universal Robots, written by Czech writer Carol Kapek. This play is the first time the word robot appears in our world. The story is about synthetic humanoids working in a factory, which are called robots after the Czech word robota. What does the word robota translate to? Forced labor, which is why the robots in this play don't take kindly to their human creators. What happens to the humans? Uh, let's just say it doesn't end well for them. Drakbot, I am a very nice creator. Please be nice back to me. Like, forever? Drakbot loves drag. Phew. So, the concept of robots now exists. When do they actually become a thing that are invented and used by society? Let's start by defining what a robot or robotics really is. Robotics is the meeting of computer science and engineering to build a machine to not only do a specific task, but to do it with intelligence, the ability to sense its surroundings, and autonomy. Autonomy? What's that? Having willpower over one's actions. Now, let's check out when the first machine with those characteristics debuted. Is that a robot? The name is Shaky. It was built here at the Stanford Research Institute in the 1960s and is programmed to perform just a short list of actions. Things like traveling from one spot to another or pushing objects around. Well, looks like he's programmed to run into things too. Well, that's what's cool about Shaky and other robots. It can learn from its surroundings so it doesn't make that same mistake twice. Hey, look at Shaky go! Speaking of going, let's take a peek at other robotics that show up around the same time as Shaky. You see that robotic arm there? It was manufactured to help build automobiles. It's used here to weld, but robotic arms also perform other tasks that could be more dangerous or tedious for human workers. Plus, they can do it way faster and more efficiently. Does it have a fun name like Shaky? Yep, it's Unimate. Unimate was first used at a General Motors auto plant in 1959. What are some of the dangerous tasks Unimate is better suited for than humans? Things like lifting heavy loads without getting tired, or being exposed to toxic fumes for long periods of time. But Unimate does have its limitations, as in it's powered by hydraulics, which leads to leaks. What are hydraulics? Pressurized fluid that gives a machine's motor its power. But thanks to advancements in robotics, Unimate is soon replaced by something called the Stanford Arm, which operates more like a human arm and is controlled by not only the instruments in its memory, but also by computer software. It looks like it can move a lot faster too. Yep, and the Stanford Arm would lead to the invention of what's called a pick-and-place robot, which are able to rapidly insert small electronic components into place. These are commonly used today in global manufacturing for things like computers and watches. So what is it inside of robots that make them able to not bump into things and move as smoothly as they do? May I answer this one, Bran? You bet, Drakbot. Sensors combined with lasers and machine vision, both of which are used by we robots to build 3D maps of the space all around us. Is that what do these self-driving cars use? Correct, you are, Drak. And those machines you see rolling down the sidewalk to deliver food. So you must have sensors too, Drakbot. 
correct again. Now to answer your question about what allows we robots to move smoothly. Actuators, which is a combination, electric motor and gearbox that robots have built into their joints. But we modern robots use something even better. Our actuators use air or oil to get us moving in very human ways and looking far more natural doing it. This is called soft robotics. Hey, that jumping around looks like fun, Dragbot. Can we join you? Whenever the two of you have got that out of your system, we can keep learning about robots and how artificial intelligence plays a role in their existence today. Oh, hey, oh, I know, yes, oh, this is fun. Hey, beep, bop, Some do, but not all, because AI is still so new and evolving quickly. Example, those robots that roll around floors and clean them. There are some that can detect and avoid wet or muddy spots. It feels like AI and robots could be used in lots of ways to improve the world. That's right, Drag. There are companies that are using robots with AI to make deliveries, others to pick fruit without crushing it, even restaurants and hospitals using robots to do things like cook food or give shots. So why wouldn't we just put artificial intelligence into every robot, Ren? The short answer is, it's just not needed. Most robots are built to do their simple duties and don't need the thought abilities of AI to complete those tasks. Okay, Ren, just a couple more questions and then we can finish today's learning. So, there are robots that can do jobs that humans can. Is there any fear that someday robots will replace humans completely doing those things? There's a little bit of concern over that for sure. But let's say a company wanted to replace their human workers with all robots. Well, those robots need repairing and upgrades and programming, all of which is done by humans. And not cheaply either. Well, what if the robots figure out a way to do all that themselves? Now you're talking some straight up science fiction, Bestie. Could it happen? Sure. But for now, it's the stuff best left for books and movies. Hear that, Drakbot? No rising up and replacing your beloved creator, Drak. Drakbot strictly sticks to author Isaac Asimov's three rules of robotics. Rule one, 
A robot cannot allow a human to be injured or harmed. Rule 2. A robot must obey orders given by human beings unless that is at odds with Rule 1. And Rule 3. A robot must protect its own existence as long as that protection doesn't violate Rules 1 or 2. Asimov first introduced these rules in his collection of science fiction stories titled I, Robot. Well, I love all of those rules. And never fear, Drakbot. No harm will ever come your way. And now, my thirst for knowledge is quenched. While Drakbot's thirst for electricity is greater than ever, I need to be plugged in now. Let's get Drakbot out of the coffin and to a power socket. Ren? On it! you go, Drakbot. You're plugged in. Slurp up some sweet, sweet energy. Thank you, Drak. I will power off now for maximum battery charge. Please do not get Ren her present until I am turned back on, please. Present? Oh, Drak, you didn't have to do that. It's not my birthday or anything. No, but it's Renbot's birthday, as in today is the day she was born. Or rather, built. Turn around. I am Renbot. You built me a robo-twin too? Isn't she amazing? Wait, is this why Drakbot said my name sounded familiar earlier? You got it. You got it, beep-bop-boop. Oh, so Renbot does the beep-bop-boop thing too, eh? Like I said, amazing! Oh, Drak. If you enjoyed today's episode of Drek, make sure to press that follow button so you can join us for the next episode right here on Go Kid Go Network. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.